there are considerations that are that are beyond the ones that are normally spoken of. And it's, and it's not pro this or pro that. I mean, I know I had my opinion. And it's not even, it's really not anti, anti-teacher. It's really not. Teachers, at one point in time, maybe it still holds true. I'm sure, it of course it does for some. There's no way. They went into it in order to create strong men and women. They went into it not bullying, not abusing, not being too authoritarian. I mean, look, school is an institution that requires discipline and an authority. Like, I understand, I'm not complaining about that sort of thing, you know? Children are out of control, but I mean, I don't advocate for the sitting, sitting down and the choking down of energy, swallowing it down in and putting a lid on all of your, all of your inclinations and instincts and what catches your eye for development and interest and what makes it like it's, it's, it's the exact opposite. But what I'm saying is there are good people that try their best to make good men and women. That's great. It what you know, it's not anti-teacher. It's really not. I don't I don't find it necessary to denigrate. Um, and I'm not I'm not I'm not saying I am and I'm not. I don't, it just it doesn't it doesn't bring any any fruit denigrating a profession. I mean, I mean, there are some that deserve denigration. Let's not let's not play game of pretend here. But I'm saying is that they are in a system and they follow the curriculum. You know, we could break it down many, many ways, but what would even be the point? It wouldn't be good at all to really militarize it. Anyway, it's just something to think about. No one really worries about it. There, you know, there are some that say, just, hey, just do whatever. Whatever happens, happens. Or, you know, you gotta, you gotta have children. You gotta have this. You gotta do that. No matter what. No matter what? What do you do when you have children and the NICE from that hideous strength is erected straight up right in your face and, and, the, and with the curriculum? And what do you do then? No, you can do nothing. That's what you can do. Nothing. So anyway, there are things you can choose to be subject to. There are things that you cannot choose to be subject to in order that you, that you keep your material combined in your body and not have it severed. You get what I'm saying? Look at that, Explore. In the 40s, every teacher knew and taught piano. You found that compelling? Well, assuming that it's true, I'll take your word for it. Doesn't surprise me. The 40s, 30s, the 40s, the 20s, the like the intellect was incredibly strong and it's all been, I mean, there are certain things that have been heavily focused on. And a lot of times things that have heavy focus are, they're a different sort of interest, a different sort of inclination that are ignited and set lit. The, the focus these days is very different. So there's something about that. Uh, I mean, hey, just like, I'll say it again, I'll say it again. I turned out fine, but when you're in a system, there are many aspects of your psyche that is interrupted and, and hindered, sometimes for decades. So everyone turns out fine, but not everyone goes to root out their millstones. I do. It's, you can't think too much about that sort of thing. Because if you really sit and if you really think about quality of intellect or quality of lineage or whatever you want to call it, it's, it, it, it turns into a, like a cosmic weight that that you really that you really can't bear if you if you really take a step back and you look at the implications it's a weight that you actually cannot bear that's okay some millstones i don't even want to say some millstones you can't you can't crack or you can't get rid of even if i do feel that way i actually you can't say something like that and it's probably not true it's most certainly not true it just depends how developed you are so anyway my concern isn't an industry or a profession it's actually the the protection against mil, uh, invisible millstones nice man reassuring that 
your wife and you are doing the right thing. Your boys are four and six years old and they're getting homeschooled and they are reading and learning at, at a grade two and four level. Hell yeah, dude. See, it's not even that hard. It's not even, it's not even that hard. Children are willing to learn um, the things that they enjoy at a much faster pace in which they are forced to slow down and swallow all of their energy and die a thousand deaths every single day. There's a seven hour school day every single goddamn day. Seven hour school day, six hour school day, up at freaking 6.30, up at six in the morning, up at 5.30, up at six, choking down breakfast, puking in the toilet. Everyone's late for work. Everyone wants to fucking die. Everyone wonders why they even did it at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can go even more. You can get even more out. You can talk about more advanced literature. You can, you can articulate with parental authority very high concepts that your children are as comfortable as children to discuss with you, not discussing it with an authoritarian, with a roller and a detention slip. You can't go to the bathroom yet. Piss your pants. I control when you go to the bathroom. You don't want your kids raised in a daycare by someone who just lost their job at Olive Garden? I mean, Christ almighty tone. Christ almighty tone. The, the, the plight of the, of the, of the, I wouldn't say average boy, but in in a system like that are blisteringly hot days outside for most of it, doing nothing and just thinking. This is you could talk about the the finer the finer mechanisms, but we're not going to, honestly. We're actually not going to. Imagine phys ed. You 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 know, you if you like sports, if you like fencing, doesn't matter what you like. You can teach how to warm up, how to keep your body I mean, they do, they do actually teach that in phys, at least when I was a child. They, they taught you how to stretch, taught you how to not overexert yourself, taught you how to not injure yourself. Like, there was, there was actually some pretty good stuff in, um, in phys ed when I was a child. This is a long time ago. But you can, you, you can teach anything you want. Teach anything you want. Teach, you teach five, 10 sports, 20 sports. You don't have to teach dodgeball. You're better off dead than even knowing what dodgeball is. I'm sorry. I am sorry. Yeah, yoga. You could teach yoga. You could teach breathing. You could teach body weight exercises. I mean, you could do you could do it all. You could do it with them. Teach yoga. Yeah, you could teach yoga. Teach butt uh, butt <laughs> gut biome. You could teach butt biome. You could teach bubble bat bubble butt class and also bubble bat. You ever play bubble bat that sport before? You could teach your kid paintball. But I mean, but I'm saying you you can do everything and you can actually do everything. <laughs> yeah, teach bubble gum butt. You can actually teach everything. So it's just uh, any anything you think is valuable for a man or a woman to learn in their life, you can teach. You don't have to worry about it not being taught. You can teach it yourself. You can teach it yourself. Thoughts on sex ed? Well, I mean, you could either you could either teach your children about the birds and the bees, or you can allow them to get you can allow them to learn how to put a, you know a condom on a fruit with their mouth. No hands. One or the other. They both do represent education, but they are. They have a sort of a duality about them. They are polar opposites. You will get one or the other in your lifetime, in your youth, no matter what. You do get one or the other. As a parent, you get to choose which one they get first. So anyway, hey, God bless all the fine educators of the world because they, they have great intentions. They are master masons. Shout out to the electrocutioners. <laughs> but yeah, that's, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting, it's interesting, it's interesting, it's interesting. Imagine you can teach fantastic literature and you can guide and you can read aloud and you can read with your children and you can answer questions and you can learn more about the source material yourself by teaching it learn not by doing but by well there's a different level of learning required for teaching and for doing 
You know what I'm saying? But authority figures, mentors, just like I've been saying, mentors are what's missing in this world. And if you are teaching, you have an opportunity to be a mentor and to actually do your duty, to instill the things that you've discovered and the pitfalls that can be avoided in your next life, which is symbolized in this life as your child and your children. Preparing for that, and even before you have children, making their DNA open to the mentorship by preparing for it. You know what I mean? You can program your lineage with your thoughts and what you do and how you are and what you eat and how you move and what you're good at and what you're bad at. Those things are carried on to your offspring and you have all of the power post and during childhood to rectify the things that have slowed you down in order to make a more perfect expression of your good genes. The blessing, it's a sacrament. There are so many ways in which you can have that, that ripple. There's so many ways you can send out that beacon. And every time in every man's life, they are reminded and they are contacted and they see and they make a connection, and they are face to face with the beacon of inner light, things that were planned to be instilled in your mind. Sometimes you don't understand them, but there comes a point in your life where you receive that transmission, even if it's posthumously. Just something to consider. You need those thought experiments. You need to be prepared to receive the signs and to be prepared to interpret the signs. If your life is not producing a certain fruit, you must be prepared to interpret the signs as to why. And we do not, you don't see the signs anymore. You don't know why there's a wreckage. You don't know why. You don't know why. There are reasons for absolutely everything. Even why you choose a certain dialogue in a game, there's a reason why you're choosing it. You are an experienced programmer you can do your best to make dormant those genes that wreck lives you can you can replace genes with attitude or mindset or whatever the hell you want or you can look at it as a science which it is it's just that it's something to consider those things the power the agency the authority mentorship proactively strengthening you can do it all Thank you.